Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dayton Software, purpose-built software solutions for the best version of your business. I'm Carly Velasquez with Dayton Software, and we welcome you to today's client showcase, where we will be featuring Gas Money Services, a platform that enables clients to find and hire young adults in their area for the completion of home and yard-based services. With me today, we have Austin Parasu and Robert Walker, the founders of Gas Money Services taking us through their startup journey and what it was like building custom software from the ground up. Also joining us on the panel today is Dayton Software CEO and Chief Architect, Chris Dayton. As you have questions throughout, like I said before, feel free to type them in in the stream chat during the discussion and at the end, we'll go through those questions. So let's jump in. How are you today, Austin and Robert? I'm great. Really good. Good, Great. good, good to hear. We're, yeah. we're happy to have you on with us. Yeah, we thank you, and this, uh, this yeah, we really appreciate the opportunity for us to be on here, and uh, we're looking forward to speaking. Great. Um, so, to start us off here, can you give us a brief overview on the Gas Money Services platform and the Gas Money Services mission? Yeah. So, essentially, the Gas Money Services app and platform allows you to find and hire young adults in your area for the completion of various services, such as lawn care, landscaping. Um, we are, we're also looking to branch out into photography, um, essentially any job that a high school or college student could do. Um, and our mission is to provide young adults with the opportunity to become their own boss and develop real world skills in communication, leadership, and accountability. So essentially the Gas Money app has two accounts, a client account and a contractor account. When you sign up as a client, you can look for either a service that you would like, or if you know there's a certain contractor in your area, um, you can search for that contractor. Um, essentially, when you search for a service, it'll bring up a list of all the contractors in your area, and it's simple as sending them a job request. Um, you can look over their profile before you decide to hire them. And um, once you send them that job request, you'll open a message tab between you and the contractor. And essentially, um, it's all through the app. So once the contractor um, sets up the date and time to come to your house, um, they do the service for you. And you just click a payment button right in the app. And that is um, the goal of Gas Money is just simplicity. So um, Austin, did you want to add anything for that? I think the biggest thing um, that our, our overall mission is to give this opportunity to people of the youth age between 16 and 24 years old. Um, you know, most of those will be students in high school or college. Um, which is a, a huge opportunity, especially for people that aren't looking for something that they need necessarily full time um, and, and, you know, to have a very flexible schedule without, you know, a boss or something like that, that gives you a schedule every week um, that you have to, you know, cancel things and everything like that to work around work where actually with us um, work, you know, works around your schedule. Um, so that's, that's our biggest thing. And um, like Robert was saying, uh, we also want to educate um, with many different things um, that is basically not taught in your everyday education, um, you know, su such as different tax benefits um, by working as an independent contractor and, and being a business owner. Um, and also, you know, many other things that go along with that while also, um, you know, providing that self-motivation and confidence um, in real world situations that um, you aren't really taught in your everyday education. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, what's unique about uh, gas money is your guys' focus on the youth. And like, I know when we were building your app, we were focused on allowing people 16 or older to register, build in the parental consents um, and those kinds of things. So tell me more about why, like, 
how did you guys end up saying, I want to start a services platform geared at youth? Is it your story? You know, what, what is the founding purpose of that? Yeah, so it really just comes down to how me and Austin started. Um, we were actually doubles partners in tennis um, when we first met in high school. And uh, we both were super busy. We wanted a way that we could make money without having a boss looking over us, without having a certain schedule. And um, essentially, we just went out, got some lawnmowers, and started kind of mowing lawns on the side. And um, from there, we really found that a lot of clients really like hiring us specifically because um, they don't really see young people working as much anymore. So that kind of sparked the idea like, hey, let's try hiring some of our friends to work with us and um, hire them as independent contractors instead of employees. So that way they have the same freedom we experienced um, and doing the services. So it kind of just grew from there um, throughout the summer of 2020. That's um, early 2020s when we actually started Gas Money. And um, we actually had a manual process for the first, um, all the way up until today, actually, um, a couple of days where um, we will be launching the Gas Money app. So um, with that manual process, essentially, um, we acted as the medium between contractors and clients. So um, we had a phone that we worked, um, we did all the paperwork, we did all the scheduling. And essentially, when a contractor wanted to work with us, um, we would give them the paperwork and everything. And whenever we get a job request, we would send those job requests out to our contractors. And whenever they wanted to work with us, then um, they would just simply accept that job request, kind of how the app is geared. And we just really wanted to simplify this process. Um, but to kind of get back at what you were saying about really focusing on the youth, um, when we decided to make an app and we, we kind of thought about this idea, there's so many apps out there um, that offer services and kind of act as a connector. I mean, you've got Uber, Lyft. Um, those are basically very similar apps. And you see a lot of that in this kind of industry. So um, what we thought about is, hey, let's provide this opportunity to young adults like we had these experiences. And by focusing on that, we really think um, our companies develop more as a, um, with the mission of um, really empowering um, younger generations and helping people instead of just being another company out there that you can use to find services. Yeah, and that's, exactly. I mean, that's what's awesome is that you guys core, you know, you guys as the founders are able to, you know, exemplify, you guys went through that, right? You guys were youth taking ambition yourself to go out and find these service opportunities, working hard. Um, so that makes you guys great founders for a platform like this. So that's a great, that's a great starting story. Um, it's a good motivator for you guys to, to grow the company for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know it. If just to kind of bounce off that a little bit too, um, that was one of our biggest things as well. And that's what's driven us to, you know, do this and, and get this far today is because we did all of those things at the beginning, you know, the beginning process, we door knocked, we, you know, handed out pamphlets, we did all of those things that um, a lot of, you know, people our age really don't think that's possible, I guess you could say. Um, you know, they look at all these big names, these big companies, and they just think, oh man, that's just such a big mountain to climb. Um, but it all really starts with just that. And that's what really showed us, um, where it just starts with something small and it can become something so much bigger. And, um, we kind of built an opportunity for ourselves and built that experience from that opportunity. And then now we want to provide that through our company to as many youth people as we can. That's awesome. That is so great. I wish this around was around when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so you guys kind of already touched on it a little bit. You talked about um, all the things that you had to do manually, um, the scheduling, uh, the contractor onboarding. Um, maybe you can touch a little bit on as well as how you manually did finances and then how 
you got to a point where you decided, okay, like this is, this is taking off, this is getting there. Um, how did you know that it was time to create um, a custom mobile app to help your business grow? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, if you want me to start on that one, Rob. So um, we kind of call it our paper, um, paper, paper model is what we call okay. it. Um, so this is, you know, basically using the, the app and everything like that and anything online, that's, that's the online model. But um, we started out with the paper model. Basically, we got mm -hmm. um, invoice books printed out, gas money invoices, and we would hand those out to each contractor. And each job that they would do, they would fill out an invoice, collect the payment. And actually, at the end of every week, we have to meet up with all of the contractors and collect those invoices. And wow. um, already, you know, at that point of the process, it's a very you know, time consuming um, process, especially, you know, having to do that at the end of every week. And sure. um, in order to, for anybody to get paid, they have to turn in invoices. So, you know, let's say they, you know, forgot to forgot an invoice or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, but they still did the job. That's still, you know, we wouldn't be able to know that um, because right. they didn't turn in the invoice. So that's another reason why, you know, kind of putting this, this, uh, this model into something online can make that much easier and automated. Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, we go through um, all of our spreadsheets and uh, Robert actually um, put in the, the Excel spreadsheets, uh, you know, different formulas that kind of help with the math. And then uh, we update those at the end of every week, kind of our weekends are pretty taken up um, by yeah. this, uh, this model. And then um, we kind of went from there, got everything set for the next week and we do it all over again. So that was, wow. that was our paper model. <laughs> yeah. You know, you yeah, it was, uh, um, yeah. To kind of add on to that. Um, yeah. at the same time we were doing this paper model, we also would work five, six days a week doing lawn care and uh, doing other jobs. So, um, we really found it to be pretty stressful, especially, mm -hmm. I mean, in the summer, um, a lot of kids relax and then the summer months, me and Austin were working 40, 45 hours a week, just mowing lawns and doing stuff wow. outside. So, mm -hmm. um, the crazy thing is it never really found, felt like work to us. I mean, that's another thing that we have in mind with the gas money app is it allows you to actually collaborate as a contractor with other contractors in your area. So, mm -hmm. um, this feature really reflects what we had. I mean, me and Austin were best friends. Um, working with friends is really um, something that's beneficial. You're allowed to, it allows you to grow together. Um, and it's also just, just a way of making work not seem necessarily like a job or like work. Um, I mean, lawn care and landscaping, we really push on those two because that's essentially what we've done. But um, we're really looking to expand even to tutoring, maybe dog walking, house sitting, anything like that, that a, um, that a high school or college student or um, anybody that's a young adult would be interested in doing um, mm -hmm. just for the fact that the opportunities you can get with it, uh, being your own boss, working with friends are just really valuable. And uh, they've definitely helped us out a lot. Awesome. That's awesome. So and guys, just to, um, to add some value to some of the viewers that are thinking about starting their own custom software project or just starting a company in general, um, how valuable would you say doing your paper model was to, you know, beginning the wireframing stage that you did with us and the design stage of building out your app? Like, would you say that it was, you know, extremely beneficial um, to have that paper model down because then you could refer to those manual processes in order to build a more effective software application? Um, tell us a bit about how that may have helped you? I would say it was extremely beneficial. Um, if we did not have that paper process, then we wouldn't know what to automate with a, with a, a software. 
Um, so I think that that's the biggest thing that comes to my head. Um, so I'm very, very happy. And that's what um, I would recommend, you know, get a manual process down, like you were saying, Chris, um, at the beginning of, of the business and figure that out. And then also that'll help you figure out what you need to put into your software or your mobile app um, to then automate that process for you and then grow from there. So I think that, yeah. that definitely helped a lot. For sure. Yeah. And it really helps you learn about your own business um, because if Austin and I wouldn't have had all these experiences and one day we just got this idea um, for the gas money app, we would have not had any idea where to start. And at that point we would have had to look and um, we actually did research in other companies that are similar and um, we kind of borrowed ideas from them. But um, especially when it comes to the student working um, population, as well as um, the collaboration feature, that's something that we had, hadn't really seen in other apps. Um, if we wouldn't have had that manual process before creating the Yes Money app, I don't think we would have thought of adding those features in. That's true. And I think a lot of startups, and this is just kind of general comments to everybody watching, um, a lot of startups come to us and say, I need to build software. And in our wireframing stage, the first thing we do is ask, like, how are you doing this today? Like, if you're a law firm or you're a construction company or, or whether you're a startup um, doing what Gas Money was doing, we ask you, you know, what is your manual process today? Because we always look to those manual processes first before we start spending a bunch of money building custom software and planning that out. And that's really one of our core values that I think uh, really exemplified itself in our gas money project because you guys came to us and said, this is how we work with the contractors. I mean, from what I remember in our early meetings, we didn't really talk about different things, software specific. A lot of our first starting meetings, introducing each other was about your business. How do you do it today? You know, how do your contractors communicate? How do you hire people? You know, how do they work jobs? How do they communicate with customers? Um, and all of that stuff culminated into what we could use for wireframing to build software to support your manual process. So a lot of people come to us without a manual process and ask to build software automation, but it just doesn't mm. always work out that way. So that's a really great highlight in your guys's journey um, that I think lends itself to your software success. Right. That is so cool to learn more about how you guys came to be and how you started out. So um, going off of that, now that you know that you wanted to build an app and uh, you're currently going through that process, almost almost complete, um, what type of fundraising strategies did you have to find um, to help GMS be successful? Uh, did you guys self-fund? Did you get investors? How did that work out for you? Yeah, so um, actually, up until today, we have been fully self-funded. So wow. uh, when we started, yeah, it's... um. That was definitely a big challenge we had, but I mean, it's, it's sure. been really rewarding because um, everything we've put into the business um, has been a return from us and it just shows um, how, how powerful that is. But um, essentially when we started the business, um, we each put in um, an investment of our own um, equal investments. And um, from there, we, we basically just use our commission model um, to really fundraise the business. So essentially what we were doing is from any job that was completed by gas money contractors, um, gas money takes 24% of that um, towards mm -hmm. insurance. I mean, we have to insure all the contractors um, to cover all the behind the scenes work, so to speak. And then um, most of the most of it um, ended up turning into fundraising for the application because mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure a lot of the listeners out there know um, creating a mobile app is not um, necessarily inexpensive. It's 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 mm -hmm. a lot of money you got to put forward, and um, that was actually one of the biggest. Um, 
but like obstacles that we had when we were deciding if we wanted to make an app or not because you're talking about a huge investment um and there's not really certainty of any rewards or uh, returns in that um and that's that's one of the biggest things in business it's all about risks and rewards and um by having a success that we had from just um, investing back into the business, um, we didn't take any company draws. Um, still, as of today, we haven't taken any company draws from um, gas money. We put it all back in the company. It's just really rewarding um, that we have been all self-funded so far. Yeah, that's awesome. another piece to add to that too. Another kind of rewarding piece is um, with being self-funded, we've also not uh, had to take on any debt or anything like that um, from you know banks or anything. Um, so we're completely debt free. I guess that's just another accomplishment. I guess I wanted to highlight. So yeah, I mean that's amazing. A lot that's of companies, huge. a lot of companies are not fortunate to say that. I mean, I come from the startup and entrepreneurial background. Um, I know a lot of companies that you know debt fundraise in order to fund development. Um, and really, as an entrepreneur myself, if you can get by as you guys did with self funding through cash flow, um, a it's, it's, it doesn't suspend the reality that you have to make some revenue, right? Like a lot of people want to sit, make an app, polish it, polish it, polish it, never release it. And, you know, want to keep fundraising debt because it's easy to not go to market. You know, you guys have really flipped that kind of procrastinating model on its head by leading with a manual paper model. You've then you know, fundraised enough to say, okay, we can scale this with custom software. We take our own fundraised dollars, build that custom software. And now you'll see, you know, some growth in your business because you've automated the process. Um, Self-fundraising is not easy, but, you know, you guys said earlier in the, the interview here that you didn't want to have a boss. The worst kind of boss you can have is some type of investor, uh, you know, board of directors telling you what you can and can't do in some scenarios, right? Some, some startup companies and some companies require funding to adequately scale and grow. But in your guys' case, it's awesome to see you flourish um, in a self-funded way. So super kudos to you guys on that. Um, that's great work and keep that going for as long as you can. Um, with that, are you guys, with some of our audience listening today, they may be you know, angel investors, or they may be interested in working with you guys in some capacity. Um, are you guys interested in um, fundraising? What is your plan now that you have a kind of a, a custom software model to develop now? Um, do you guys want to continue on the self-funded track? Are you looking for, you know, partnership with investors? Uh, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, um, just to start off, I think our biggest thing, we've had um, multiple conversations recently because we've realized, like you were saying, it's a very difficult way to go um, unless we have, you know, some kind of money, you know, in the family or that we've worked, you know, since we were 14 or something like that and just put everything away, um, which unfortunately we haven't. So we were able to put up quite a few funds from the beginning. The 24%, like Rob was saying, has helped us out a lot um, to this point. But now that we have created that software, um, we're definitely going to be interested in, in doing some partnerships with, uh, you know, some kind of VCs or, um, you know, like you were saying, angel investors and things like that. Um, and that's, that's kind of our next step. Um, we've had many conversations like I was going to go into about that on, uh, you know, different strategies on how to connect yourself with people like that or companies like that um, to do partnerships. And uh, we've gotten definitely mixed advice, um, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, start with the family, um, maybe for the first round, um, kind of just, you know, 
ask and, and guarantee a return um, back to some family members or close people, close friends and family. Um, mm-hmm. it, but then, you know, also if we can make that next step uh, quicker than expected with partnerships with, um, you know, larger uh, forms of capital, then that's definitely uh, what we would like to do. Well, and you guys are definitely ahead of the, the standard um, fundraising startup because you have your paper model proven, you have revenues, you now have a software model. You let that software model be live for three to six months, get some statistics from it, get some proven data. I believe you may have the capability to skip that friends and family seed round and go more to a traditional fundraising round because you guys have already self-invested. Like you said, you've not taken draws. So, you know, absolutely congratulations to you about launching here in the next week or so. And, uh, you know, great job so far. You guys sound like you're doing a good job running the company. Um, And we wish you the best of luck finding some investment partners. Uh, Keep an eye on who those partners are. We always say, you know, watch for the color of money um, because it's important to, you know, know who your investors are. Make sure they're not just capital partners, right? It's not just about the money. It's about how they can advise you, how they can add value to your business and make sure that you, uh, you know, truly have a partner um, even more so than just the capital that they're giving you. Right. Yeah, for sure. And thank you for that advice. Um, that's one of the biggest things we try and get advice from everybody. Um, we're definitely both new in this and uh, just kind of learning as we go. And uh, definitely feels good to hear advice like that um, from somebody who's, who's went through it already. So thank you. Great. Um, so I think this is a good point uh, to jump into our live Q&A. Um, we actually have a question about advice from one of our viewers here. Um, so Austin and Robert, uh, this viewer wants to know if I'm interested in coming up with my own app, what is the most important advice you can give to a startup that does not have technical founders? Yeah, so um, I guess I can start out. Um, obviously, Austin and I um, were just basically doing lawn care and landscaping. We did not have much technical knowledge, so um, we could definitely offer some advice for that area. So um, basically, when we launched um, Gas Money LLC, um, the, the paper model, so to speak, in 2020, um, it was right at the start when COVID hit the United States. So we weren't actually able to work until I think it was late April. So during that time is really when we started looking into making an app. And the biggest thing we found was researching companies that have already been established. So, um, for example, we looked into Uber's model um, where they hire independent contractors. Um, It's the client contractor account. Um, And that really kind of showed us a lot. And then we also branched out in the service-based models um, more towards lawn care landscaping. So um, definitely the advice that I would give is to research companies in the market you're looking towards and um, research what it means to be a tech company and what it means to create a mobile application. Yeah, exactly. Um, To bounce off of that, I think research is extremely important. And then also try and gain that experience from people that have either went through it or are also kind of going through that and bounce, you know, ideas. If, If you're afraid to reach out to someone, then you're never gonna gain that experience or that knowledge that that person has. Um, I think a huge example from what we did, uh, my cousin, uh, Randy Watkins is his name. Um, he works down, uh, down South. And, um, I just knew kind of that he was in the tech industry. Uh, like Robert was saying, we had very, very minimal knowledge, um, about tech other than, you know, we were whizzes with an iPhone and computers. Um, but we had no idea how to, you know, create a mobile app or anything like that. And I hadn't really talked to him a whole lot. You know, he is family, but, um, it, it, just wasn't 
there wasn't much of a relationship there, but we just mm. said one night, it was kind of late at night and we were just like, let's reach out. And uh, he actually responded within the next five minutes. And, and since then he's actually helped us extremely along this path. Um, and another thing that we've done too is, is had countless meetings um, with people that are in business, um, you know, have went through business, have owned businesses um, because getting that advice, um, you know, obviously, some people, you, everyone actually just take everything with a grain of salt um, because mm. you don't know exactly, um, you know, what, what they've done or, or because you haven't seen that. Um, but still, that's, that's more experience and more knowledge um, that you have now after doing those things um, than you would by just doing everything on your own. Um, so that's, that's my piece of advice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's always nice to, to walk along somebody who's maybe been through the same um, thing that you're going through. So that's great exactly. that you had some family to help and uh, thanks for giving that advice to our viewers. Um, so it looks like the next question here. Um, okay, so what are some marketing strategies you're going to use to drive traffic to your app? Yeah, so um, I guess I could go off of this first. Um, the the mm -hmm. first biggest thing, especially in today's age, is social media. So right. um, the first thing we did uh, when we got this idea for the app is created mock-ups for advertisements, um, started pushing our socials a little bit more, um, everything mm -hmm. like that, because um, and has some form of social media that they'll look at, the easiest and the, the most affordable way to get your message out there. Um, so that was a big thing. And then also we're actually in the process of speaking with a local news station um, because we really want to push a hard local launch right now. So mm -hmm. um, really trying to hit that local home and kind of that, that local area um, is our first goal. And then from there, to spread out a little more. Right. Great. Yeah, social media can be your biggest asset. So that's, that's great to hear. So. Um, I actually think we do have time for one more question. Um, so for Austin Robert, what has been the greatest challenge for you two as you've gone through the process of building your application? Yeah, um, I can start with this one. So I think the biggest thing is monetization, figuring out how we were going to um, monetize from going with the paper model, then going to um, this, this software online model, um, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we've, we've, our biggest thing with uh, the, we were inspired by the Uber model um, for the paper model that we've been using um, because Uber and actually all of those gig economy, um, so to speak, companies such as, you know, TaskRabbit, Thumbtack, um, uh, Uber, Lyft, you know, Grubhub, all of those companies um, normally they'll take, uh, we know for a fact, Uber takes a certain percentage per drive um, for providing that, that job or that, uh, you know, service availability or that opportunity for that contractor. Um, so that was where we started. And that's, um, definitely the way that we're going still today. Uh, we're, we're still, you know, figuring out which way we want to go exactly with the monetization, but we are going to start with that, uh, model, uh, you know, taking kind of a, a commission approach to it, um, mm -hmm. from each job that's completed. And uh, I don't know if you want to go off of that too, Rob. Um, yeah, and um, 
Yeah, so a big a big thing with that commission model we're using too is every job that happens um, is guaranteed income for obviously the contractor, but then for gas money. So um, we okay. think to start out taking that percentage is really going to help guarantee that we can keep funding gas money, uh, especially in the early stages. But as we grow, um, we're looking into maybe either de um, decreasing that percentage. Um, commission that we take or even looking into a different model such as subscription based or um, buying leads anything like that so we're kind of keeping an open mind for monetization but that was definitely and probably will be the hardest challenge um, to keeping gas money running great well thank you so much for speaking on that um, it looks like that's all the time that we have for today um, so thank you to all of our viewers for joining us today uh, austin and robert we value our client relationship. We thank you for our partnership. Everyone listening, we hope that you enjoyed learning about Gas Money Services' journey today with building their custom software. If you have any questions or you yourself need advice regarding an app, we're happy to help and we can set up a one-on meeting with you. Um, so keep an eye out for our next client showcase. And if you get the chance, please follow Dayton LLC um, and Gas Money Services. Our Dayton LLC, um, QR code should be up on the screen. Um, so if you go ahead and scan that, you'll be set to follow Dayton LLC's notifications, any upcoming events that we're going to have and receive more software development strategies similar to what was talked about today. Um, so once again, thank you, Austin and Robert. It's been really fun. Um, it was so nice to learn more about um, what you guys are doing and uh, we're just so excited for you. So thank you and um, thanks to all our viewers. Bye. Thank you.